Welcome back. Say less. I'm here. Mike's here. Monday morning. We're ready to go. Lots to get to today. We're going to go all the way back to Thursday night. We got to talk about that Rams-Vikings game. See maybe if it'll be, in fact, the NFC Championship game. We'll also touch on AFC North, Steelers, Bengals, the Bengals for real. Then we'll get into some Giants talk. We'll see if Saquon Barkley was, in fact, the right choice for them. My opinion, Mike's opinion, I'm sure we have some differences there. And we're then we'll transition on to some basketball, where preseason's finally gotten underway. Celtics have played, I think, two games now. Gordon Hayward's back. We'll, ta- we'll dive into that. We'll dive into it. We'll see his expectations for the season, the Celtics' overall expectations for the season. No need to talk about the Knicks. They're sorry. He was just accepted <laughs> at this point. Um, but let's get back into it. Let's go all the way back Thursday night. Let's revert back. Very high-scoring game. Rams, Vikings, 38-31. Vi- put, Rams got the victory, made the Vikings 1-2-1 and to start the season. Mike, you were really high on the Vikings. You thought Kirk Cousins might put them over the top. Do you still have faith in this team to do what you expect them to do? Well, before I talk about Kirk Cousins, before I talk about that sorry, sorry Vikings defense, those Rams, they're looking like a reincarnation of the greatest show on turf. Very scary. Jer- yep. Jared Goff only had, what, like seven, eight incompletions, five touchdowns, a QBR 95.8, like he 465 yards, five touchdowns. It's an unbelievable game. Every, he... Everyone that ran routes caught ball. Cooper Cup, nine catches. Brandon Cook, seven catches. Robert Woods, five catches. Rob, Rob, uh, Todd Gurley, four catches. Brandon Each of Cooks. them had receiving touchdowns. And just, Brandon Cooks. You didn't mention Brandon Cooks? I, I didn't mention Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I sent him Brandon Cooks. Oh, seven receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown. Just, like, All Viking around. secondary, can you guys please cover someone? Like, do something, please. Does someone want to step up, maybe guard someone, maybe defend the pass? They, it was like they were running uh, just seven-on-sevens. Nothing just... So easy for uh, for Jared Goff. And uh, you mentioned Kirk Cousins. <coughs> Kirk Cousins was unbelievable. It wasn't his fault they lost that game. He he did what he needed to do. 36 for 50, 422 yards, three TDs, a QBR 85.4. That is not on him. I don't – and that, really you can't blame that offense at all. They did their thing. And so my takeaway from that game was I still have faith in this Vikings uh, team. That defense – yeah, they got shredded, but at the end of the game, they gave the offense a shot to t- to um to tie at the end and go to the overtime. And the Rams' defense stepped up, albeit. But that's my takeaway. If the Vikings' defense, if they can get it together, like we know they can, because they have too much talent not to get it together. If they can get it together by the end of the season, come playoff team, I still give the Vikings a chance to beat the Rams because that defense is much better than the Rams' defense. And even though they got absolutely just demolished at the end of the day they gave their offense a chance to tie the game because they got a necessary stop so i understand the rams are looking amazing but hey you never know defense wins championships like they say yeah i'm confused on the last part you said you said the rams defense is worse than the vikings defense absolutely absolutely with all they've added absolutely the right the vikings probably have the second best defense in the league behind the jaguars they're no. star-studded on every single level so are the rams no they're we not talk about the their rams. front seven is not that nice at all Especially in their run line back. Right. You can run the ball. And they, have, they have Aaron Donald McDon- um, and Dominican Sue. What else in that front seven do they have to brag about? You're right. But their secondary is literally loaded. They have Aqib Tlaib and Marcus, Marcus Peters. And LaMarcus Joyner. Don't forget about But they're Marcus both Joyner. injured right now. All right. But when they're healthy by the end of the year. Uh, yeah, but I'm still giving the, de- the, the Vikings defense a better defense. Right. Anyway. As a whole, absolutely. Anyway. All pros on every level. So, I agree with most of what you said. The Vikings, their defense, it will come together. Mike Zimmer is a great defensive coach. 
you saw that in the years that Cincinnati was actually something in in Cincinnati. There, Mike Zimmer was he was a great defensive coordinator for them, and in his first couple of years, they proven to be a good defense. My thing is with the Vikings, and it's always been like this is why I never I didn't even think they would win the division. They would maybe get the wild card and move in. Is that when it comes down to the end of a game and it comes down to Kirk Cousins, yeah, he could do what he wants to do for three and a half quarters, but when it comes down to it, one or last two drives of a game, oh my God, he is absolutely terrible. Just prone. Just so. Why does he always fumble? I just don't. So that is why no there's no chance he will. They will be the NFC champion. They might get to the game, but they won't because at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins is he's not clutch. He's not clutch. There's nothing more than you really have to say. Yeah, he could throw out all those yards and all those touchdowns that he had against the Rams, but then when it comes down to it, came down to one drive, and what did he do? Fumbled. Listen, I mean, we know he's very prone to, to getting strips. To screwing up in the moment? Hey, all right, listen. He doesn't need to elevate this team. They just, everyone on that team just needs to do their part, and that's not what happened on, on Thursday. And, again, I understand what you cannot blame Kirk Cousins for what happened on Thursday. He balled 36 for 50, 422 yards, but you, three TDs. What do you, what more do you, you want him to do? You, exactly. You say, but you started off by saying you don't expect that he, he has to elevate the team anyway. No, because Case Keenum would have done the same exact thing that Kirk Cousins did in that last draft. He wouldn't have gotten the points. That's where you pay this man $100 million to do, I is won't. to elevate him in the fourth quarter. If, if we're talking about did he deserve that money, that's a different subject. But I'm saying the money they gave him shows that they expected him to elevate the team when they need it most, and that is in on that is undisputably in the fourth quarters when you need your quarterback most. That's facts, and I, I I really don't I don't disagree. I just feel like if this defense gets it together, th- uh, it could be could, a different outcome. No, I, I don't think they could reach that potent, that championship. I don't think they could win the championship. That's what I'm saying. Do we think that their defense can do more than can do better than just allowing Jared Goff only? Seven, eight incom- incompletions. Yeah, but I also think the Rams defense could do better than letting Kirk uh, Cousins do what he did. I don't know if they can do that much better. I the my, the Vikings have probably the best wide receiving duo in the NFL in yeah. Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. They have a really good offensive line. They have Dalvin Cook as a running back. Latavius Murray Cook's looks like a shell of himself this year. He's he's coming he's back, back. injured. No, he's I know. I'm saying that. They have uh, Dalvin Cook and they have Latavius Murray. They they have no flaws in offense. What what are you going to do to stop them? I don't. I don't. I do not think that Ram, that Rams defense can't stop them. So it really comes down to the to the defenses and which defense do you think can step up? Yes, Thursday night it was the Rams defense, but if it's it if it's the playoffs and down the line we see the Vikings defense get it together and become that Vikings defense again, I don't know. It could be the Vikings defense that gets a stop. That's all I'm really saying here. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they put up six points against the Bills, so I mean, I don't really recall them into a guarded that high. Yeah, but enough. I mean, I guess you got a whole season. I mean, the season's young. Fair enough. You got what? How many games left we got now? 12? It's way we're a quarter way to the season. <laughs> Lots of things going. Hey, let's so let's transition to the AFC North. Quarter of the way through the season, Cincinnati's on top. Who would who would have who would have thought about that? Uh, Ravens are tied. I I chose I chose the Ravens. You did? Did you choose the Ravens? I did choose the Ravens. Oh. I chose the Steelers. That's well, I mean, I thought it, I at this point, I mean, come on, the Steelers are literally, they're burning shit. Yeah, they're. I mean, if Earl Thomas didn't break his leg and give his own team the finger, like, 
and give Le'Veon Bell even more reason to just be an ass and be like, yeah, that's why I'm not coming back. Like, not Le'Veon, an ass. Yeah, that's you a know different I mean. subject, different day. <laughs> Le'Veon, keep holding out, get your money. But, that's Josh. That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You need do you think Cincinnati is for real? Um, no. I Interesting. I think that if they make the playoffs, cool. They don't win. Marvin Lewis has never proven the ability to win in 18 years. So, I mean, just, just off tradition now. I think their offense is bound to get something always happens to the Bengals offense. Usually it's AJ Green getting down for the season. Hopefully I won't I mean Joe Mixon already went down, but you know, I mean they He'll had be back. He'll be back. All right. Real quick, off subject. Gio Bernard, I don't understand why this man from day one has been just replaced. Because he is a beast. He's like from day one, Jeremy Hill came in. What but Gio Bernard had a great rookie year. And then Jeremy Hill started bum being a bumly. And then they put Joe Mixon and Joe Mixon balls like, give Gio his bread. He's so good. I love Gio, but uh, the defense. I I still think the Ravens are going to come out of top of this division. I mean, they just tooled on the Steelers last night. Joe Flacco's got some intrinsic motivation going on where he's playing like a, a decent quarterback. Lamar Jackson, that'll do it. Lamar, yeah, exactly. I mean, God, I mean, I want to see Lamar Jackson play, but Joe Flacco's literally giving us no reason to let him see him play more than an option route. That's facts. Um, listen, I, do I think Cincinnati is real? I think their offense is real. I can say that. Yeah. Andy Dalton's been balling this year. Mixon has played well. And even though he didn't play last night, they still had 99 rushing yards and 23 carries. Gio Bernard. They're, so they're still, they're still pretty good without him. Tyler Boyd is emerging as a oh. very, very good receiver. Really Man, good route runner. That's my runner. fantasy sleeve. I, I, I really like what I'm seeing from Tyler Boyd. Really good route runner. And he's becoming a very dependable go-to receiver to complement AJ Green, who's obviously going to double team. Uh, who's going to get those double teams? That's leaving Tyler Boards those really good matchups. Um, like I said, AJ Green, we know what he is: top five, top ten receiver. Yep. When he's um, healthy, when he's healthy, that's the key part. In speaking of health, we have Eifert going down with a Gordon Hayward injury yep. yesterday. That that was really brutal. That to happens see. every year to him, though. That, yeah, I mean, it I sucks. Mean, so going forward, though, this is my thing. Like I said, their offense is real. Their defense is poop. They're, it's it's not. It's going to be up to their offense to get them into the playoffs. And looking at this is where I think Cincinnati can make the playoffs based on their schedule going forward. They have Miami, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tampa, New Orleans, Baltimore, Cleveland, Denver, Los Angeles, Oakland, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Did you hear any good defenses in that? Maybe the Browns, you know, a rivalry matchup could be a little lower scoring. Ravens, they have a good defense. Again, a rivalry matchup. Did you say Carolina? Or I, I did I not see Carolina. Besides Carolina. that, maybe lost the the rant, uh, the Chargers could be a good, but the Chargers aren't playing that well. Yeah. They just let a Jimmy G less uh, team, the 49ers, without Jimmy G, just yep. tor- put up 27 points on them. I mean, so yeah. I, besides those couple teams, I'm seeing a lot of average to below average defenses that. Andy Dalton and that offense can put up some points on. So if this offense can keep up what they're doing, keep up that production, they could ride that to a playoff berth. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do anything when they get there. Yeah, they never do. I'm just (laughs) saying with that offense, and if they ball like they have been, they could make it to the playoffs, especially with the poor start Pittsburgh has gotten off to. Yeah, but I mean, I give all the credit in the world to Bengals because obviously no one saw that. Everyone... Most people thought Steelers. I mean, I went Ravens. I think the Ravens are doing really well. Ravens every on every aspect of the ball have been dominating. They have a great defense. Their special teams have been looking good, and their offense is just revitalized. It's rejuvenated and rejuvenated. 
And that's test of finally getting Joe Flacco some receivers, honestly. Like Absolutely. John Brown, Crabtree. Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. Two solid tight ends, Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle. They've always had solid tight ends. I mean, always, they've yeah. just always been Todd plagued Heap. with injury. Todd Heap. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I hope. Hey, I mean, Cincinnati's a fun place to go. I've, I've went to Cincinnati Stadium. It's a loud stadium. It's a good playoff atmosphere, you know. But I don't think that defense is going to be enough for them. So I still stay true to the Ravens winning that division. Absolutely. And the thing I love about the Ravens that I've noticed this year, um, their offense, you mentioned it, not just that they got better receivers, their play calling has been really super, super balanced. Alex Collins has been a great job at running yep. the ball. They're uh, creative play calling, using Lamar Jackson – as that wild card option threat, giving him the ball. It's just giving the opponent different things to prepare for. You have so many things to worry about. And then you have Flacco playing like he's elite, like is Flacco elite. He's playing like it right now. Um, he's controlling the game. In controlling the game, hitting a multitude of wide receivers. I love what I'm seeing from their offense, creative and balanced. So if they keep this up, they're going to ride this all the way to a division title because Steelers the Steelers are, are burning. Just, they're, they're, they're burning. They're just a walking embarrassment. A Think Tomlin's done real quick? I, we said this last week. If if Mike Tomlin and the Steelers do not make the playoffs, he's got to go. Yep. That team has no discipline. Their stars are just out of control. Mm-hmm. And now and they, they've been underperforming for years. Years. If they don't make the playoffs, he's got to go. It's, a, it's that simple. And he's a defensive guy. Their defense is literally... Not, just no improvements. They weren't that bad yesterday. They weren't, they weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. But They, they weren't that bad. But so, I mean, like, when you're, like... How many years have they been relying on their offense to be the Too many years. Too many years. Don't you just want one time where your defense makes a play for you? Just be average. That's all I need. Yeah. All right. Well, say less. When we get back, we got to get into Josh's Giants. They're just not. It's Josh, I I feel bad. It's just just not a good start. Why do you feel bad? Because they have have potential. They have talent, but it's just it's not clicking. Yeah, it's not. But we'll, when we get back, we'll yeah. discuss all that. The Patriots finally got a, got a good win yesterday versus the Dolphins, but it's the Dolphins. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get back. Say less. Welcome back. Say less. After another abysmal offensive performance yesterday by the New York Football Giants, oh, the Giants, your Giants, Josh, have fallen to one and three now. Uh, 
A lot of people are in disarray about the current state of the Giants' offense, what this team's looking forward to going in the future. Eli, a lot of questions about the O-line, Eli Manning, questioning Sa Saquon's draft pick. Josh, your team, what's going on, man? Are you what's are you questioning on? this draft pick? Do you think they should have gone a different direction? What, no, what's, what are your thoughts? I don't question this draft pick at all. He's a, the best talent in this draft class by far. And let's be real, beside the number one pick, Baker Mayfield, what have any of these other quarterbacks done? I mean, Josh Allen. 0-4, has not oh, thrown more whoa, than one whoa. touchdown you cannot, yet. You cannot say Josh Allen is 0-4. He had his first start yesterday. No, he didn't. He started the last three weeks. Josh Allen yeah, did? Yeah, he started week two, week three, week four. Are we sure? I don't think that's... Yeah, I swear on my life. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Josh Allen, 1-3. Not oh, three. not Josh. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rosen. My fault. Oh, uh, Josh Rosen, 0-1. Yeah, but oh, it, my fault. I thought you just my so, fault. So... Sam Darnold, he really hasn't shown anything. I don't get what the hype is over him yet. Josh Allen did beat the Vikings, though. No, the defense beat the Vikings. <laughs> they put the ball on the 40-yard line for him. They put him up on a platter. Hey, he, didn't hey, get, hey. he got one touchdown and two rushing touchdowns. Anyway, um, so I'm not mad at the pick. I didn't want a quarterback. I stayed true to the fact that I didn't want a quarterback. Look at this offensive mm. line. What has it? What What would provide having a young quarterback with this offensive line do absolutely nothing? But can't you ask the same question about having a young running back with this offensive line? Well, he's done. He's had over 100 yards every single game, total yards. That's what. what so, okay, but how many receiving yards? How many check down receptions does he have? It doesn't what? matter. Those are yards. Yards are yards. No, it doesn't matter if it's a I rush or a I pass. I understand what you're saying, but he, you're just. Let me. Tell me one time where he's been tackled by the first person that's touched him. That's Never. fine. I, listen. No, so one's, I, I, no one's debating the talent that he has, but I'm it's not, like... But it, no, that's ex exactly... New quarterbacks come every single year. Yeah, the, but, and every year they get hyped up more than they should be. Every single year, it's just how it works. You're probably going to hear the likes of Will Greer or, do or Haskins on Ohio State or Tua. And you know what? Like, In the end, you're going to hear 10 names. All these guys are going to be starting quarterbacks in the league. And, not, and maybe one... Two pan out, whatever. But to the Giants, it comes down to their wide receivers aren't doing enough to get open down the field. Odell Beckham Jr. throughout that game looked like he was whining and all sad, and he didn't want to play the rest of the game. And to me, that was a little that didn't look good for me. I wasn't really happy about that. Eli Manning, he it's not you. Everyone puts blame on him. Not fair. He's not. He has no time to throw the ball more than six yards down the field. That's the reason why he's not throwing it down six yards down the field. And you'll probably bring up in your rebuttal, oh, he missed one pass down the field to Odell Beckham. Yeah, but every quarter, you can't tell me that every quarterback doesn't miss a pass down the field. It happens every once in a while. But I'm curious. What, I want to hear what you have to say about Eli Manning, and then I'll rebuttal you. My, I, my, I don't have a whole, like, Clearly, I don't put all the blame on Eli Manning. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Not all the blame's on Eli. Some of it's on him, obviously. Some of it's on that offensive line. Some of it's on the receivers. It's like most of it's on the offensive line. That's your opinion. I don't. I don't put it all. Well, on I him. watch every second of every game, so I would know. I. This is what I think. The Giants by dra by drafting Saquon Barkley, they made a bet that basically they thought that this team was ready to compete this year, and I think what you're seeing is this team still has some flaws on it. Josh, you know your team hasn't scored. I'm not coming at you. I'm just your team hasn't scored 37, hasn't scored 30 points in I'm 37 aware. games. I'm aware, and that's dating back to the Tom Coughlin. Yeah, I know regime. I, I've, What's the point of drafting Saquon so he can run for 44 yards on 10 carries yesterday? Like, no, but it's not about this year. 
It's more. It's, it's more exactly. Than so it's like, why draft this running back when you have more important? Because holds? he was once in a generation talent. But so like, are some of the other quarterbacks in this no, draft. One not. of the things we but said they about that this, he was more. Can and I, can I? Can I? Yeah, you can. One of the things that coming into this draft, like this was a generational draft when it came to quarterbacks. This one, this this was a very deep quarterback draft. No, and we saw that all Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. A lot of them are already playing starting games. Well, everyone is except for Lamar Jackson. Exactly. And it's like, that's the issue. When you have holes on your offensive line that are still, that you think is the main reason for why your team is struggling, why draft a running back that high when you can get a running back at any round in the draft? You have Eli Manning who, say what you want about Eli Manning. I understand that's a quarterback you grew up watching. But if you ask a lot of people, he's an average quarterback, and even right now at his age 37 season, he's below average. He is not elevating this team. And you can say that's because of the offensive line. You can say that's part of the receivers. But some of the blame goes on him. He's not that accurate. He's not that mobile. He, not cannot, that do, accurate. he, he cannot do a lot of the things that day, present-day quarterbacks do, which is move from the pocket, run read option, run RPOs. A lot of these offenses are doing certain things. Oh, there's only a few quarterbacks in this league today that are truly pocket passers. We're talking about the Bradys, the Breeze, and they can do that because they are such on a high level intellectually. Eli has never been on that level. And You're saying Eli Manning's not intellectual? On the, I'm saying on the level of a Tom Brady or Drew Breeze is what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not intellectual. He's not on the intellectual level of Drew Brees or that's, Tom Brady. Is that that's fact? Not fair. No, that's, that's not, not fair. Fact. That's not fact. That's not a fact. Well, then you're that. See, now you're just being you're being biased. No. You're being blind. Well, first there of all, are you, very few quarterbacks in the history of the NFL on that level, and you think Eli Manning's one of them? No, I'm not saying. Listen, you're. I want to go. You're saying that he's not accurate. No, 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 His no. I'm completion not saying, 75% was, last, was this week four, then I'm saying, 86%. I'm not, I'm not saying he's inaccurate. I'm saying he's not that. He's not accurate enough to be a, a solely pocket passer in today's NFL, and especially with that offensive line. Well, exactly. See, all right, so with this offensive line, that's an added, that's an added bonus of having Saquon on this team this year is that what you is have that. What's the bonus you're getting from him? What's the bonus that you're getting from him? When Eli Manning has less than two seconds to throw a ball, he could check it down and Saquon Barkley still make a play out of nothing and get 10 yards. And then score how many points a game? He's gotten a touchdown every single game, Mike. But how you're looking at his individual results. Look at the team results. Yeah, you the, have other holes that are more important to fill. I'm not no, saying Saquon's yeah, a bad Yeah, the pick, offensive line is important, but, but, but at I that would, pick, at that value, you can't pass it up. I think you can because you have other more important holes to fill. The combination of having more important holes to fill at line and at the future. But running back's been a position we've always needed to fill for years. But you can. But this is what I'm arguing. Yes, I. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad pick, but for the holes you have on your team, offensive line and the quarterback position going forward, because this year's not it for you guys. It's just not it. Offensive line and quarterback. The you you can get a running back at a much lower position and fill those holes that are much more important. Because, sure, you have Saquon, but it's looking like Eli's probably not going to be... Like, Eli may not be around for when it's time to make a Super Bowl run with Saquon. And we saw this with the Rams. The Rams, they got Gurley, but then they also got Goff. They fixed their offensive line, and now look what they are. Exactly. so. So when you have a generational draft... Full of QB talent, and people, so many teams in the past have shown that you can get great running back talent in, in later rounds. Look at Alvin Kamara. Look at Deion Lewis. You can get so much talent 
from the running Deion back Lewis position. Deion Lewis is not on the ramp of Saquon Barkley. Don't get Deion Lewis was a top running back in the NFL last year. Is that fact or not fact? Not fact. Okay, well, now we're hating. So, okay. But, like I said, you can get a lot of value from the running back position later in the draft. People were even hitting on the Patriots for drafting Sony Michelle with a 31st pick. Like, oh, what are you doing? You can get – and even that's like they drafted 30, 31st. And people were saying, oh, you can still get talent later in the draft, which is a fair point, and I understand you that. keep saying this is like a once-in-a-generation talent of quarterbacks. It's not. It's, they're not I mean, that good. Sam Darnold's looking like a franchise four, quarterback. Four touchdowns, five interceptions. But are, are, the jam, are the Jets there yet? Are they there yet? No, they're but not still. there. Is Baker once in a generation? Absolutely. I don't hear nothing about that. Yeah, I like Baker. That's Josh I, Rosen. You know I've been like yeah, Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From day one, yeah, I like yeah, Baker. I get it. I get it. Josh Rosen, regardless of how he's played so far, he has all the tools to be a great quarterback. Now, will he end up being a great quarterback in Buffalo? What, what I'm saying, Probably not. I'm saying If you give Bill Belichick, Josh, I like Josh Rosen because I always look at things through a Patriots lens. If you give me someone with that type of talent, we're turning him into a generational quarterback. No, but I'm saying is that every year there is at least six, five or six quarterbacks that's that are the next generation. That's not every year. That's come on, man. That's not every year. Mike, this is one of the best quarterback draft classes in many, many years. No, what's name some that are better? Name a draft class better. If you're just gonna say no, you're in denial. You're in denial. How am I in denial? What are these just, guys? None of these guys have shown anything yet. I mean, not yet. Besides, B- Baker has shown something. Baker's shown something. But the rest but of them. I take Baker out of this because Baker was number one. So there was no But the rest for the of them are not Baker. in situations. They're, all of them are still learning. The rest, none of them are in situations to step up and actually do things yet. It's early. But you cannot deny that this, has been, that this is still one of the better quarterback draft classes. You're just saying no, but you don't. Like, name me another class. Hold on. I'll go through it right now. Well, what about the Mahomes draft class? Who was in that class? I'm getting to it right now. He got drafted last year. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> exactly. You don't know. You're just speaking. You're in denial. But, no, because I'm telling you that I'm not, without having people's names right off the top of my head, I'm telling you that from day one, I did not like these, I did not like any of these guys except for Baker and Lamar Jackson. I never believed in Josh Rosen. I never believed in Sam Darnold. I never believed in Josh Allen. Well, and Sam so Darnold, far, they've proven me Sam right. Sam Darnold is going to be. What do you mean he's proving you right? Sam Darnold's going to be nice just because he's on a bad team that's not really doing things right now. That isn't. That doesn't reflect on him. He he's shown that he has the capability to stand in the pocket, read a defense, make throws downfield. When no one's open, he's shown the ability to extend the play and make accurate throws downfield. That's all you need in a quarterback. He checks off everything you need in a franchise quarterback. Once they get improvements at their offensive line and receivers, he's going to be something special. I I, I think you're just in, you're in denial right now. I'm not in and denial. And I don't I no Saquon's not a bad pick, but for the holes you have There's in the present and going no, forward, I wouldn't have picked. I don't think right. Saquon justifies that pick right now. A number two pick is supposed to help you right away. It doesn't not matter. Necessarily. It doesn't matter if your team. It not does. necessarily. Yes. Not yes. necessarily. It's supposed to. They're supposed to come in and be given an impact right away, and you put. Any one of these rookie quarterbacks in Eli Manning's shoes, I guarantee you they wouldn't have a 1,000 yards passing, four touchdowns, and one interception That's at this facts. point. That's facts. But they, they drafted them. But here's the thing. And me, this is the episode Roy, me and Roy here for that. We were talking about you get you guys need to draft a quarterback because Eli's going to be done soon and you need to start thinking about the future. Yeah, eventually. The point but is, there's quarterbacks that come. The point is not to draft that quarterback and to start him now because you do have Eli Manning. That is someone who, regardless of what you think about him, he could teach some things to a young yeah. quarterback for two to three years while the offense, while the Giants build up those other pieces, offensive line, running back, 
right. in the draft in future years. Let me throw out the scenario to you. Two, uh, this year, either this coming draft or the next or two years from the road, they draft either Tua or Will Greer. And they have Saquon Barkley. Are you still going to go back to they should have drafted the quarterback two years ago? Depending on how some of these other quarterbacks play, yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily sold on Tua being a great NFL quarterback yet. We'll see how that goes. I'm saying because we've ne- When was the last time we saw I'm an Alabama quarterback of, do some things in the NFL? I'm saying there's lots of opportunity. Exactly, never. Because but cutting me off. Tua's different. But I'm sure saying, he's different. But I'm saying that in the facts of if. You could have Saquon, and then two years down the road, you get that. Which realistically, every like I said, every year there's five quarterbacks that someone says they're going to be. No, they, no, you're over. You're, that's hyperbole. No. You're exaggerating. That's not actual fact. This year was the actual year where we had five generational quarterbacks. People were like, "Whoa, this was that year." But only two are going to pan out. Like every that's, year. Mm, that's. We'll see. I disagree name. with you on that. Come on, it's like I think like Baker's you, you, already shown that he like can do something. It's like you hear Pax and Lynch like, "Oh, he was gonna no, be good. No, he was gonna no be trash." No one are... actually believed that. No one actually. Oh, believed I didn't that. believe that. But these quarterbacks with Darnold, Baker, Rosen, Allen, Jackson—those were five names that could actually all do, and they all done some things in their time here. No, Josh, let me. No, stop interrupting. Let me say what I'm about to say. Baker did some things. We know that. Darnold did some things week one. We saw that. Lamar Jackson, in his limited time, his limited role that he's been on the field, he's added some things to that Raven offense. Giving We talked about earlier, they, he's added some things. Josh Rosen, even yesterday, they lost that game, but he put his team in a situation to kick the game-winning field goal and the kicker missed, right? And then who am I missing here? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who I'm missing. Did you but, say Josh Allen? Josh Allen, like I said, he versus <laughs> the Vikings. Sure, that defense helped him out, but he made some plays. I mean, Did he not make the, some plays? When you start on the 40-yard line, you, you But he still made to... some plays. All five of these quarterbacks have shown glimpses mm. of things that they can do. Yeah, not one of these guys have been consistent, though. Again, it's only been four games. Can we give them some more time? So then why don't you give Eli Manning more time, then? Well, how much more time does Eli Manning need? Uh, exactly. So how much more time does Eli year? Manning need? For a year? Year! He, he's a two-time Super Bowl Hall he of is. Fame quarterback. How much time does he need? It doesn't. This is why. This is why need, I always. He needs are, four seconds to throw a freaking ball. Listen, I understand his offensive line isn't that great, but some of the blame has to be on him too. It is, but I'm saying you throw everything on no, him. Again, I started off by saying not all the blame is on him. But then you say that, and then you revert him. back to it. Some it's the, all on him. You started no, off by trying to hide it, but then you then you just show it. When did I? When did I say it's on him? You said, said it multiple times. No, already. no. Some of the blames on the line. Some of the blames on the receivers. But I also do think that Eli Manning is an average to below average quarterback who is not the most accurate quarterback and who cannot extend plays. And going forward in the future, he is not going to be your quarterback that wins your Super Bowl. That is what I think of Eli Manning right now, and that's one of the reasons why I think you guys should have drafted a quarterback, one of these five generational quarterbacks, nope. so that you have a project waiting to start and to come in. For Eli, I think you should have also drafted some more offensive linemen and wait to get a running back either next year or later in the draft this year. Not when it's Saquon Barkley, and it'll prove it'll hey, prove its dividends. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yep. Uh, my Patriots with our forty, also old quarterback who, unlike your quarterback, can sit in the pocket and make oh, throws downfield. Okay, because you have an ounce of protection. Hey, say what you want to say. Don't say also, it's like he's before doing we, before we move on. You're really making a big deal about this protection. Eli, the offensive line yesterday wasn't really wasn't that bad it, compared right, to past from what games. you saw on red zone compared to Compa- what I watched the whole game. Yes, it was bad. Mind you, I was also watching the game on the 
because it was the as, it was the main game okay, on CBS. So I was say, watching. You did not watch the whole game like I did. You did not analyze it like you. The way you analyze the Patriots game, the way I analyze the Patriots game is different. How many, you have how to many times that. was he sacked yesterday? I don't remember. I can't tell like, you at the top I of my head. Watched the game. He was I, only sacked like three times compared to other games where he was sacked six or seven times. I'm not saying they were great. I'm just saying they weren't as bad as other games. No, That's all I'm saying. But I, you know what? When you pay the highest left tackle, and see, now you got me going about this shit again. I can't do this every freaking week. It, 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 ruins, well, it makes me have a heart attack inside, so all right? Maybe you just got to accept the facts. Your team is just not it right this year. It's just I, not it. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, moving on. The Patriots got back on the Patriot way, doing things what we need to do. A big win, basically shutting out the Dolphins. They scored at the end, a garbage time touchdown. Um, Josh, what do you, did you, I don't, what were your thoughts on some of the Patriots, uh, thing yesterday? Um, they were a lock from the start. It was the easiest kind of half spread I ever had to choose against. Um, basically, let's put it real. The Patriots have absolutely no competition in their division. They're going to win every year if they have the shittiest team in the world. They were undefeated, and they were cool. Do you know, do you know the Dolphins started undefeated the like first three games, the last three years? And what have they done in those last three years? Nothing. That's fine. But okay, you, so you, you can't start. You, the, it's a quarter of the season. It's not. It wasn't even a quarter of the season until when they played. I understand it, that. You, you knew there was no way. You knew that they were not going to do anything against who, who the was, Patriots. Who was playing better the first month of the season? The Dolphins, or the Patriots. The, honestly, the Dolphins. Yeah. Seven. So. And the and the Patriots just came off a loss where they lost to the Lions, one of the worst teams in the NFL. They got absolutely worked by the Lions. So. So going into this game. Like, piecing the Dolphins is not a lock at all. But I don't understand. But why would you even doubt your own? I, I would never. See, I could never doubt my own team when I yeah, have because a Tom Brady. You're, you're biased. Right. I'm unbiased. There's a difference. No, no. I don't say I'm biased. I'm not biased. I'm not biased at all. I mean, don't say that I'm biased. That's just, just, that's just not fair. Just that's say, just not fair to paint an image like that. You did just say you could never doubt your New York Giants as they are sitting yeah, at you, one and three. You can't doubt your own team. How oh, can you, you doubt can. your own team? If they're chips, they're chips, and that's what it is. Yeah, but you, you're still going to root for them every week. Like <laughs> Rooting and doubting are two different things. Whatever. You're just <laughs> that's t- They're two different things. Ask. Anyway. But yeah, yeah, so so what are you gonna? How could you doubt that? What are the, the Dolphins were expected to be the worst team in your division? They were supposed to be worse than the Jets and the I think Bills. The Bills were supposed to be the worst team. In the, in no, the, division. the Bills People were. were saying remember, the Bills could be like. Bills were saying they were hyped up because the Bills made the playoffs last year off of Andy Dalton's free. A lot of pe- people were talking about the Bills being cl- contending for zero sixteen. They had a player quit. That's how bad they were. Yeah, so I know like, they saw. They're they're pretty bad. Um, anyway. I, I liked what I saw from the past yesterday. Secondary was amazing. Well, that was a surprise because the, they do have some, some – the Dolphins do have from some receivers, Kenny Stills, Danny Amendola, that can do some things. And our sorry secondary had not shown that they can guard anyone. So I was really impressed with what I saw from the secondary. Um, and the secondary and the front seven did a good job of complimenting each other. The secondary did a good job of just locking down for three to four seconds. The D-line got to Tannehill and put pressure on them, which is all you need to do. Mm-hmm. It has to complement each other. Offensively, um, I was really impressed with how we controlled the line of scrimmage and ran the ball. That's something we had been trying to do the past two weeks and just could not establish. And Sony Michelle had a breakout game. Really impressed with that. Brady still hasn't really had a typical had, – hasn't had a Brady explosion game yet. But yeah, Talk about dunk, dunk downs. All he did was dunk down. Yeah, he one. did. He hasn't, had a, he hasn't had an explosive game yet, and that's par- par- partially because we, he doesn't trust anyone yet. But, yeah, the Dolphins didn't show up to play. They just really did not show up to play. And that's that's why I was like, I didn't really believe the whole 
minus nine thing you were talking about. I thought the Dolphins would show up to at least show up to play because this that would put a lot of pressure on the Patriots if the Dolphins were four and zero and we were one and three, and they did not show up to play. They were soft, missing tackles, well, don't know what they were doing. On it, it was a really bad showing from well, the Dolphins. That's why they were three and zero. They thought they were hot shit. They could just walk in there and that's facts. You get tooled on when that's why it was so freaking easy. It was so easy. I mean, this team was supposed to be so freaking bad. So I'm not complete. I'm not. Completely convinced with the Patriots yet. What? Not not yet. They have that. That isn't that window. Bro, you could have started the season off zero and four and still make the playoffs in the East. Maybe I don't. Okay. I listen. They still. I. They need to do that versus a better team. I'm not convinced. The Dolphins. Yeah, they've been playing really well, but they didn't show up to play yesterday. So I'm not convinced. We have the Colts coming up. Julian Edelman's coming back. So again, we're still nowhere close to that final product that we'll see in November, December. So I'm. My opinion on this team is still up for judgment right now. They're still improving. Improving. They're still getting better. We'll see as Edelman gets back, as Josh Gordon continues to ease his way. He had a couple of uh, clutch third-down catches yesterday that I was really impressed by. Um, and if Sony Michelle can keep improving and having these great rushing games, he'll be so huge come playoff time when we'll be really balanced and able to throw the ball, hopefully with Gordon and Edelman, and run the ball. With Michelle, Michelle. How have you not mentioned James White once this whole because I, we all rant. know what James White is. He's consistent and dependable. There's nothing to say about James White. We yeah, but know James White does. had a day yesterday. He and did you're not even going to figure. Tony Michelle had a better day. You're going to mention Josh Gordon having two catches, one in garbage time. But you're not going to mention James White having two to- two touchdowns, fifty yards, and probably I don't even know how many catches. I mean, because. We know what James White is. But give he the man his credit. You're talking about Josh Gordon. Like, because, Josh Gordon didn't do shit. Because we're talking, because I'm talking about new pieces that we need to incorporate oh, okay. for the future success of this team. Then you can, I then know you what, say that. I didn't say much about Tom Brady because we know what Tom Brady does. He's yeah, like but that. Tom Brady didn't do that much yesterday. Again, like I said, he, he doesn't need to. We're not, that's not the focus. He has no one to throw the ball I was to. Just we saying, don't I, need w- to do that. I wasn't just, I wasn't arguing. I don't need to talk about I, Brady because we know what he does. I wasn't arguing. I don't need to talk about James White because we know hey, what he does. Hey, you don't think it's very point. simple. I wasn't arguing. I was just saying just give James White his credit because he played like a beast yesterday. I mean, he, and he got me twenty eight fantasy fine, points. But I'm, he got me twenty eight fantasy points. I'm gonna give him his respect. That's, that's where that comes I'm gonna give him his respect. His the, his fantasy team. I'll say love. So, shout out to Shoney Michelle breakout game yesterday. We need that, and we'll need that going forward. If he's he's probably gonna be our main running down running back. Uh, James White's more of our receiving third down back. Um, but say less. Uh, when we get back, NBA starting right back up. We'll get big, we'll get into all that. Uh, Kyrie Celtics. Hopefully, Banner 18 is coming very soon. Say less. Rest in peace and screw tonight, we take it slowly.
Rest in peace and screw tonight, we take it slow. Oh get back into it let's get into change subjects let's go into some nba talk um specifically the celtics uh last year we all know gordon hayward hurt for the year five minutes into his celtic career put a little damper on the season made it all the way to the eastern conference finals proceeded to lose to lebron james who's now in the lakers i think the only person happy about that loss i was a celtic fan was mike because he's the biggest lebron james lover in the world um so i wasn't happy new year new you were pretty happy new year new expectations gordon hayward's back obviously there's going to be some rust there what do you think how do you think he's going to play out so i think gordon hayward's season might emulate a lot of uh jason tatum's seasons last year he's obviously going to start off slow um and especially after watching the first uh two preseason games he's definitely out of shape uh, not explosive at all right now. His handle's a little shaky. His jump shot's a little off. All, everything you would expect from a player coming off of a major injury mm-hmm. trying to get back in the swing of things. Um, I think he needs to get back com- and comfortable working on that pick and roll again. You can tell that he's a good decision maker, but he just needs to get back into the flow and the speed of things, get his decision making up. But I think by the end of the year, like how Gordon Hayward was going off in the playoffs, we'll see – I mean, sorry, end year we saw Jason Tatum going off in the playoffs. We'll see that with Gordon Hayward by the time playoff comes, especially semi-finals, semi, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. He'll be back in the swing of things, giving, putting in some big production points where we need it. Um, what do you think? Yeah, so quickly, I think that Brad Stevens shouldn't hesitate on playing Gordon Hayward. I think he needs to play him as much as, as, much as he could really go to get that rust off as quickly as possible. Absolutely. He won't get the all-star recognition this year, obviously, because yeah, I think it's just that he's going to start off too slow. He looked like he just needs to get into basketball shaping. Yeah, him. he looks a little out of shape. I mean, but that's natural. I mean, when yeah. you're out for a whole year, I mean, my personal example was watching Iman Shumper when he tore his ACL. He came back. I mean, he wasn't – It was. I mean, he's nowhere near the start yeah, capability, yeah. but I'm saying, I like, you could see the rust. but you saw my no, face. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, like – I'm saying, like, you can just see the rust in a player, and, like, it takes a while. Even if you're a, a good athlete, it still takes time. So, yeah, with that Gordon being had said, a really sick obvi- uh, chase down block yesterday. It was really dope. Yeah, but, I mean, it was preseason. Um, yeah, anyway, so with the Celtics team, though, I think they can they still have that ability with even a slightly less Gordon Hayward to excel in the Eastern Conference and take advantage of – Really, the weakest it's been in eight years. Oh, what? It had the conference is the weakest it's been since LeBron James. Well, pretty much whenever LeBron James came to the league, it's, it's been mean, dominated. Listen, I don't. We I don't think we need Gordon Hayward to make it to the finals. Oh no, not at all. We we were a game away last year without Gordon and Kyrie. LeBron's gone now. I don't really. I think this we're fine Eastern Conference wise. Our B team legit beat the Sixers. I don't want to hear nothing about them. The Toronto. Yeah, they got quiet, but I, I'm not picking Toronto to beat us. We're a much more deeper team, better coaching, better bet. Like, I don't I don't care about Toronto. No, the, Cel- the Celtics' expectations are finals, finals or bust. Um, but here's what I will say. we're gonna, If we're to beat the Warriors, and I think we can, 
I I truly, truly, truly believe we can beat the Warriors. But we're going to need Hayward to get back into form by then, which I think he will be by the time the finals comes. We need him to get back in form. And I think, I truly believe we can beat the Warriors. And why? Because, number one, we can defend against the three. Number one, we were the best defensive team against the three uh, in terms of percentage-wise. Kyrie is the perfect match for Steph Curry. We've seen Kyrie kill Steph, and guarding Steph is good for Kyrie because Steph isn't someone who likes to do a lot of one-on-one ISO dribble. He likes to run off a lot of screens. And that means Kyrie doesn't Kyrie isn't a great one-on-one defender, but he can play lanes. He can he can do that. Um and then we we have on offense, we don't live and die by the three like Houston does. Houston tried to beat Golden State at their own game. By and shooting twenty seven threes on the road. And that's not gonna happen. Um, we move the ball side to side, cut to the basket, set screens, get that's what we do. And that's mm-hmm. the way to beat the Warriors. Ball movement, they play really good uh individual and team defense so you have to get them out of those matchups screen and roll cuts to the basket passing moving the ball that's how you're going to beat that team on offense and we're deeper than the warriors yeah they have that great starting lineup steph clay durant draymond boogie igudala but besides that igudala is their bench though yeah i'm just yeah i'm naming some of their good players but besides that who do they have sean livingston He's cool. He's cool. Quinn Cook. They fit this system. Yes, I know. It's like Terry. I'm I'm not saying that's not the point. Not talented. I'm saying, but he Terry was just a starting. He could start at at point guard. Okay, I understand that, but I'm saying that you can't just say that Sean Livingston's like poop. Like he's not poop. He's a major reason why they won the last three championships. My point is, if we're comparing benches, their bench is going to contain is going to be is going to be Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala, basically. Our bench consists of Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, Aaron. Like, we have talent coming off our bench. I know. And so when it comes to bench, I'm, we're deeper than them. We have a better bench than them. And it's really going to come down to, like I said, how well is Gordon Hayward going to play come finals time, time? And how good is Boogie going to be coming off that injury? I think also another aspect of it is you saw, yes, it was a great – opportunity for all these young guys to have more of a like role in the playoffs without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward mm-hmm. but now it's time they really have to understand this is Kyrie's team and secondary is Gordon Hayward like these are the tr- these are the gears that'll keep you going like you have to go back and assimilate and fix and sit and be your part of the system don't try to do too much because when you try to do too much that's when bad plays start oh, to absolutely. happen I-, I don't doubt that at all that's not gonna happen even just watching the preseason I know it's preseason but even just watching Though that preseason action yesterday, that team's not going to have a – there's no egos on that team, none. And Brad is a genius, and he knows how to incorporate all these moving parts. He has a system in place where everyone gets their touches, and there's going to be times where it's like shot clock running down. You're going to have a matchup. You're going to be in a situation. Each player's going to have to do something. you got Brown coming off screens. You're getting Tatum involved, low post, post-extended area, elbow extended. He's going to have his looks. Gordon and – Gordon and um. And Kyrie running the pick and roll with Al setting that, either picking and popping. So many options. Everyone's going to have their spot to kill. So it's not I – don't, I don't worry about that. They're all going to have their, their, their time and the options to kill. I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah, no, I mean, percentage-wise, I would still just because Warriors have the best starting five probably ever. Yeah. Um, it's sad. Sickening. It's, it's kind of sad. It it's kind of ruins the season. But, <sighs> Sorry. Um, I'm gonna give it seventy percent Warriors win just because I mean oh, you can't sorry. you can't I I'm the biggest I'm a bigger Kyrie guy than Mike is honestly 
I think we could agree with that in the show. It just shows. I've viewed Kyrie as a lot bigger, a lot better talent in the NBA as overall talent than you do. Well, I have him in my top ten. Him? Oh yeah, see, okay, that's fine. I don't, yeah, exactly. Okay. So right, I'm, enough. I'm a big, pro- I, I think Kyrie lifts his team up. I think he brings. I think that was evident in the championship run they have with Cleveland. He helped. He added a whole other dimension to what LeBron James was, huh. and I think that's how they won. And but, oh, okay, what his 44 points a game didn't help. He didn't average 44 points a game. Stop it. But when they needed him most, he averaged 44 points a game. Anyway, I give Celtics 30% chance. I would love to, any other year I would give him more. I think the addition of Boogie just even hindered it a little more. I mean. I'm still giving. I'm giving. I, you're, so you're getting Celtics a 30% chance of winning. I'm yeah. giving Celtics at least 40. And that could number. But I still think 30% is pretty generous. No, it's not. Yes, this it team is. Is, that is a fair assumption with the team that the Golden State Warriors have. I don't think you can have a more well-rounded team than the Celtics have right now. They they don't have a flaw. I know what's but, their flaw. But the firepower, the, and that's yes, that's I where, understand that's that. That's sort of the seventy percent of the firepower. Where, I like, understand that. Steph and Katie could go on a two minute tear, scoring twenty four points. Straight. I understand that, but like I said, we defend well against the three, yeah. which is what the Warriors want to and do. And you guys have played the Warriors well these last couple exactly. years. Exactly, and what it would be a good series, but I could just I just wouldn't see. And it. what also have we seen from the Warriors at the end of the season these past few years? They just don't give a shit. No, they're frail and they oh. can get pushed around. Not and Kevin Durant. Not well. He's frail. Minded. He's frail. He's, he's frail, frail mentally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna kill. He's gonna get his. It's, we're talking about KD here, the second best player in the league, one of the best scorers of all time. He's gonna get his. But this Celtics team, what are they? Are we nicknamed our bench? Bench with attitude. We're gonna be able to push them around. If Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier can push Steph around, that's a big deal. I have no doubt in my mind that someone like Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum will be able to, to lock up on Clay. I have no problem with that. It's really like so. I really think we are the best matchup for the Warriors. I give us like a 45 percent chance to win that series. That's I fair. really truly believe that, and I understand Boogie's nice, but I think the I think Baines and Horford and even Semi Ojale. Semi Ojale has shown that he could play some pretty good defense. He showed wow, that last that's year. Big for you. You went off. You you hated Semi Ojale. Oh, he's year. awful. He's chips. But I he's he. Fills his role. He's a big body and he can play what, defense. What does Roy call him? The poor man's Draymond Green or something no, like that? No, I call I I call Marcus Smart the poor man's Draymond Green. Oh. Anyway, um, I think another big before we wrap it up and everything. I think another big part of the Celtics is they all got to stay healthy. I mean, all these guys in there, uh, these big guys like Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie has a, a history of being injured. I think Kyrie's gonna be good this year because knowing the whole situation. So the situation surrounding his knee was he got hurt. And played through it, it. Yes. And then he played through it, and then the same knee got hurt again in that finals when he shattered his kneecap. Yeah. So that's been the issue for the past years. And they put they put a plate in his knee, and clearly when, when you put metal in your body, it causes problems. They kept that plate in his knee for years. Dr. Mike Parra, I'm at your service. No, I'm just letting you know the situation because <laughs> not, everyone, not, not everyone knows the situation. No, I know, I know. So he had that plate in his knee for years, and the reason why he had to come out this year was that plate was causing, like, stiffness and, like, infections and stuff in his knee. So they were like, you know what? We're just going to take the plate out now. He's good. We're going to take the plate out now and set him out. There's no knee. We're not winning the finals this year. Let's take him out get this done with now. So this year, he's fully healthy. This is, he has no restrictions on him. He's 100%, and he looks like it, too. He's rising on his jump shot. He's getting to the racket, handles, fillet, all that. Like, Wow. So I'm not I'm not worried about Kyrie. And I'm not worried about Gordon. He's he has no history of injuries, just this one big injury, yeah. and it's gonna take some time to come back from that. But other than that, I'm not I'm not worried about it. So I, I think we'll be fine. 
I'm giving us a 40 to 45% of winning this. Uh, now, real quick. Yes. Not Golden State Warriors. Say it's Houston or oh, San it's Antonio. Oh, it's 18 this year. Say no. Say less. Yep. I, I don't even want to hear it. All right. I just wanted to hear you. I just wanted it's, to put that out I'm there. only scared of I, Golden State. I, 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 I figure that's a good way in the show. I'm put it out there. I'm only scared of Golden State. Banner 18 is coming soon, folks. All right. The, say less. It, it's coming. Say that's what less. we do in Boston. We win. All right. We, you all you right. in New York hold, can hold learn your some things. Relax there. Relax there, buddy. You can learn some things. Well, Great show, action-packed, more to come, say less. Uh, me and my niggas trying to get it, you bitch, yeah bitch. Hit that house, yeah, they tell me, is you with it, you bitch, yeah bitch. Home yeah, invasion, what's persuasive, what's persuasive, what's persuasive. From nine to five, I know it's vacant, you bitch, yeah bitch. Dreams of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do, like rappers. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't cool, they wasn't. I fucked Shereen and went to tell my bros. Tell my bros, tell my bros. Then us Shereen and let it burn came on. That burn came on, that burn came on. I saw Saul and I rhyming, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Park the car, then we start rhyming, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. The only thing we had to free our mind. Free our mind. Then freeze that verse when we see dollar signs You looking like an easy come up, yeah, bitch A silver spoon, I know you come from, yeah, bitch And that's a lifestyle that we never knew We never knew. Go at a rabbit for the rabbit go Holly Berry or Hallelujah Pick your poison, tell me what you do Everybody go respect the shooter But the one in front of the gun lives forever Front of the gun forever. And I've been hustling all day. This away, that away. Through canals and alleyways. Just to say, money trees is the perfect place for shade. And that's just how I feel. Nah. Nah. A dollar might just fuck your main bitch. That's just how I feel. Nah. A dollar might say fuck the niggas that you game with. That's just how I feel. Nah. Nah. A dollar might just make that lane switch. That's just how I feel. Nah. A dollar might turn to a million, then we all rich. That's just how I feel. Dreams of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do. Like rappers. Bump that new E40 at the school. Way at the school. Way at the school. You know, big ballin' with my homies. Bro, Stevens had us thinking rational. Thinking rational. That's rational. Back to reality.